From Warren NYC, it's Effort, a show based on our live storytelling series where female leaders and entrepreneurs share raw and personal stories of challenges they've overcome in their careers and what they learned in the hustle to achieve success. We're Warren. We plot with other women-owned businesses to take over the world. <laughs> We're actually an admission-based creative agency that works directly with female-run companies, campaigns, and products because we know that when women succeed, everyone succeeds. She's like, oh yeah, we found out about it and we decided to do it ourselves. It must suck to be you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Effort Radio. Nicole Corbett here. And Carolyn Resch. And I'm Leela Feldmeyer. So Cassie Rempel is a very successful, multiple times entrepreneur. She built and sold her first company, a retail shoe company. And I think what's important to know is that there are so many entrepreneurs out there like Cassie who have been really successful, have built, sold companies, but you might not necessarily read about them in Inc. or Fast Company, you know? But she is very successful and has a lot of wisdom to share and has also been incredibly supportive of, of other women in business. Yeah, to tell you a little bit more about the companies that you mentioned that she'd started, uh, she sold her first shoe-based business, which was an online store and retail boutique called Simply Souls back in 2012. And now she focuses on her current business called Lily BU, which focuses on providing fashion-forward shoes and accessories to colleges throughout the U.S. So without further ado, here's Cassie talking about the story of her business and sharing with you a couple of entrepreneur nightmares and how she came out on top. Here's Cassie. So my name is Cassie Rumpel and I have a shoe problem. Thankfully, I turned that shoe problem into a shoe profession. So my current company is called Lily Bee and we make striped shoes and accessories. I happen to be wearing a pair right now. Uh, we make them for the fan-faring fashionista. So what, you may ask, is a fan-faring fashionista? Well, we came up with the term, so we decided we should probably define it. The fan-faring fashionista is the girl who likes cheering on her team as much as she likes adding shoes to her closet. So we are licensed with over 85 universities, and we sell to a lot of bookstores. And yet, this was not the company that I started out to build. So tonight, I want to talk about resiliency. It's something that we all have. You know, it's why we're here today, because we'd fall and we'd get up. As kids, it's something that we relied on. And in the business world, it's something that we refine. It's something that we hone. So I'm going to give you two stories. The first story is that I did start another business. It was called Simply Souls. And guess what? That also was not the first business that I went out to start. There was a business idea before that. And I shared that idea with some people. And apparently it was a good idea because somebody decided to take it for their own. And so they didn't just take the idea. They took the designers that I was going to carry. They took practically the same name that I was going to call the store. It was going to be a store. 
And they also took the exact location that I had begun to negotiate. So I'm thinking, what in the world? What are the chances of this? I mean, I get the card from one of the designers that I'm going to carry. And she's like, I thought you were already here. I'm so confused. Somebody already came in and bought the line at this address in Georgetown because I had already been talking with her. I'm like, that is just such a crazy story. And so she gave me the card and I call up the girl and I'm like, you are not going to believe this. But I was about to start the exact same company in the exact location. She's like, oh yeah, we found out about it and we decided to do it ourselves. And I'm not making this up, but the end of the conversation was this. It must suck to be you. That's how she ended the call. Click. Okay, so I'm saying for like maybe four or five months, it sucked to be me. Yeah, I was really unhappy. I probably needed some medication. Um, but what came out of that was the idea for Simply Souls. And this idea was much bigger and was much better than my original idea was. So today, I am thankful for that opportunity and really for those girls, believe it or not. So that's my first share. The second share is that I went on to sell that business, build it up to a multi-million dollar business, and I sold that. And I did that to focus on Lily B. But Lily B was meant to be a line of fashion shoes. I morphed it into a line of university shoes uh, after shopping in Hong Kong for my line and purchasing a pair of shoes on the side of the street for my daughter. And I thought, well, goodness, these are so cute. They're just striped flats. Why don't I do that for university girls? Because guess what? There's always somebody that's graduating. And there's always some mother that wants to support her daughter or her son's girlfriend. So, <laughs> so Lily B University was born and we started with striped flats and we expanded into, or at least that was the plan, into striped rain boots. So last year, just about this time, we had invested over $100,000 into the production of these striped rain boots. We got the samples, they looked awesome, we were out there, we were selling them, we're like, we're gonna sell out, you gotta get yours now! And so we get the production in, and the best thing these boots were for were to collect our tears. They were not the boots that we had approved. But guess what? That factory was in China, and we had already paid them. So we had two choices. We could go ahead and deliver the shoes and risk our reputation, or we could explain to our accounts, hey, we can't really fulfill these, we don't like the product, and in so doing, risk the business, because $100,000 without the ability to sell that product, that was a big deal. We were one year in business. That was a big part of our operating cash flow. So after some time, and let's be honest, a lot of wine, I decided that risking our reputation was more damaging than risking the business. So we called up all of those accounts and we said, we sorry, we can't, we have the shoes, but we're not gonna send them to you. And we're gonna go back and we're gonna make them again. And you know, they have applauded us. They have become partners because of that. 
that decision that we made. So two stories of resiliency. These are not experiences that I wish for any of you. Certainly didn't wish them for myself. But there is a silver lining. And we are all resilient, all of you. So there is a very female, very famous female entrepreneur, uh, worldwide inspiration. And in the back of her magazine, the back page of every O magazine, Miss Winfrey writes an article, and she calls it, This I Know For Sure. It's the best part of the magazine, if you want my honest opinion. So tonight, this I know for sure. There is always a silver lining. There is always a new opportunity. And there is always a new door. You just need to stand up, brush yourself off, and walk through it. Because you, all of you, you are resilient. Thank you. If you live in DC or New York City, or have a friend that you think would benefit from attending EFIT, you can come see these stories in person, meet the storytellers, and meet incredible women just like you to support you and your hustle. EFIT is completely free, and you can sign up on our website at WORN dot nyc forward slash effort radio that's warn dot nyc forward slash fit radio our show is produced by carolyn rush nicole corbett and leela feldmeyer with sound recording and mixing by nicholas quasi Effort may cause side effects such as quitting your job, asking for a raise, following your dreams, supporting other women, raising money, uncontrollable honesty, and extreme confidence.